We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screening Kirk D's. I'm here with my two boys. First, Canada's number one DFS player and really just showing uh, showing it to everybody with a huge bank for uh, PGA and LPGA, I believe. Was it was it, it was LPGA? Yeah, ladies. But ladies. hey, however you get it done, you get it done. But that's that's how that's how Canada rolls. That's why you're number one Canadian DFS player, soon to be in the Canadian DFS Hall of Fame. Tyler Tambaline, Toe Tag and Tambo. And then also joining us is the only guy that I have ever known to show up to a holiday Christmas party in a poker tournament and have a massage girl with them on the Zoom call. Brett Hartfield, Killer B2482. What's going on, fellas? We're back. Week 16. Season's almost over. Merry Christmas. All of that good stuff. Uh, how you guys doing? Yeah, Merry Christmas, fellas. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a fun, fun little uh, gambling weekend that we got here. I mean, with NBA going off, uh, these small slates of NFL, which – I've been getting uh, a lot of action. Hopefully you guys have been getting what you uh, are looking to invest this weekend. But yeah, uh, yesterday didn't really have any family functions. So got to just crush NBA at hardcore. And then um, also played the um, the Friday through Monday slate for NFL. So it's just been an unbelievable weekend of just just sitting back and <laughs> and doing what we do best, right? A little DFS. So uh, love this and man, Timber Bay up 34 nothing. I think Brady's gone for like 340 and like, is it four or five touchdowns? I think maybe five touchdowns in the first half. So Tambo, how's your uh, Christmas, man? It was good, man. Family, family life, you know, me, dad life, living the dream. My son's first Christmas. So that was awesome. My daughter's almost four, but she gets just as excited. So up early, enjoying all the, the stuff, putting the toys together, man. The train, the train track we built today was pretty nice. That held us up a little. I apologize, boys, but 
Yeah, all good, good, good Christmas, maybe. man. Yeah, engineering degree, call it, if you, if, if you will, the only schooling I got. So, no, it was fun, man, fun times, you know, good little Christmas here. So it's a weird year, but decent, uh, decent week. And like I said, lots of good action. So, you know, we're in the mid- middle of this three-game slate recording this, getting ready to roll it out and talk about the 10-game slate for Sunday. It's still a lot of action out there, a lot of big tournaments, a lot of money we can get after on the way out. So I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I got in trouble all uh, Christmas Day. So, our, you know, we, had, we we still had to work. You know, had, there was RG work to be done. There was four basketball games, you know, a lot of sweats going on. And so my girl was really uh, giving me a hard time saying, oh, this is so special as I'm sitting there tilting uh, NBA games. <laughs> Talk and about then, your uh, NBA sweat. And the, then, uh, yeah, yeah, then NBA sweat. I had a sweat going on. And then uh, at halftime, Tatum – you know, right before the half, he got hacked and they didn't call it. And so at the exact same time, I did a synchronized, he did a, a, a fist pump at the ref, like, you know, and I uh, smashed the table at the same time and uh, banged the table and a bottle of champagne spilled on the floor. So I got in trouble. For oh, that. Just scaring the shit out of your, out of your and wife. Wasting, sure. wasting. Dogs, dogs run away. The dogs run oh, yeah. away. Yeah. Like, but the real question is, is how, how did it end? Because did you need the it champagne or not? Was there anything no, to it wasn't, if I, I, No, it wasn't well, good. I mean, I, I had a decent day, but it wasn't. It could have been a lot better, but I had a bunch of losers. Uh, Paul Millsap is a certified waste of space. What a uh, loser he is. Right along with uh, you, man. Right along with you. Uh, if I switch to Batum, I make 100K, and I should have. Um, oh, talk about a loser though. Batum's Batum sucks. You Batum, Batum has actually game. looked very good in the last he's back, in both said, games. He's game actually looks. If you if you watch Millsap and you watch Batum, yeah. it, the the question it should have been an easy decision. And I watched his first game and I thought Batum looked a lot better. But I still have that that uh, the Batum bias from you know the last couple seasons that he's just dust. But you yeah, know at least he's right. facilitating in that offense. Like he's like like Millsaps just go stand in the corner and they don't even care about him. Uh, if he becomes popular, season, yeah. Two two games be- in and we saw David Johnson in game one of the NFL season. We're gonna foreshadowing for this podcast, but David Johnson was the best, most improved player coming back. One game sample destroyed Kansas City on the ground, and now look at him, he's dust again. So. We'll see what happens with these sample sizes, but I think he's going to get talked about this week as well when we get into it. Yeah. If he becomes chalk, he's the easiest fade of all time. Yeah, all right. So just like Jeff Teague. Garbage. We got a, a 10 games, 10 games, right? Uh, yeah, we do have a, some, some COVID tracing going down with uh, Cleveland that just popped up last minute. Well, we'll see if anything breaks there, but uh, basically it, it, you know, Kansas city is uh the monster total uh, at home against the Falcons. I'm not sure if the, the Falcons, you know, at least were able to uh, put up points last week. Um, it's going to be a tough game for him this week uh, without Julio Jones again. But uh, Casey's 10.5 point favorite, 54 point total. Um, some other games of interest. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurst, right? Like the man, he's, uh, yeah, Hurts. Sorry. He's, he's looking, uh, looking very good. Uh, gets the Cowboys, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, um, 49-and-a-half-point total. Then uh, we've got some interesting injury situations in the Chargers-Broncos game. Chargers at home, three-and-a-half points, 48-and-a-half-point uh, total. Uh, Phil Lindsay is out for the Broncos, which uh, should set up for a nice workload for Melvin Gordon, who does perform when given the opportunity. Um and then uh, there's a lot of defenders out in that game too. Joey Bosa's out, so that game could be ripe for for points. Um, we've got Mr. Electric, 
David Montgomery uh, with the Bears. Seven and a half point favorite. He's going to be chalk. He's going to be it. chalk. He's finally chalk. I've been telling this guy all season, and he's, he's here. He's now chalk, and everyone said he was the worst thing ever. Uh, 47 and a half point total against the Jags. Um, we'll see. Allen Robinson has some weird stuff going on um, with uh, injury reporting. He's questionable at the moment, I think. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll talk about that. Uh, Bengals, Texans, uh, two horrendous defenses, at least. Well, actually, the Bengals performed pretty well in their last game. But uh, Texans is certainly a terrible defense. But uh, Deshaun is seven and a half point favorite at home. Good spot against the, the Bengals, 46 point total. Um, what else? We've got some uh, players coming. Well, we've got Terry McLaurin out for Washington, but we've got potentially uh, Antonio Gibson back for Washington football team uh, at home against uh, Carolina. Um, uh, Colts-Steelers game, which is a game I want no part of. Um, Rams-Seahawks still on the slate. Yes, they are. Uh, with uh, uh, in Seattle, Seattle's one point uh, favorite, uh, 47 and a half point total. And uh, the big news there is Cam Akers is out, so that'll be interesting. But how's the slate shaping up for you guys so far? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, we're dealing with uh, some cold weather again outside. One of the best games uh, will be in Green Bay, so Tennessee at Green Bay. Uh, we just got dumped in Minnesota, and it looks like uh, Roth is expecting some decent snow there, a um, couple inches and whatnot. So that might be interesting because I'm sure the big dog and Aaron Jones are going to be 100% in play. Um, but, yeah, a decent little 10-game slate here. Uh, lots of – I mean, you got seven early, three later. So a little bit of game theory about who to, you know, put in your flex or pivots based upon early performance. So yeah, this, uh, this 10 gamer has kind of a little bit of everything. Just keep an eye on what teams have to play for again. Um, it, and like, you know, if there is a guy that's questionable, if he's on a team that doesn't have anything to play for, I would just stay away from that Q guy, uh, even if he is ruled in. So like Alan Robinson, um, he's probably not going to be in, uh, in my pool, even if he goes. So uh, with that Q tag, because I just feel like, you know, any little bit of injury, they're going to sit him down. So um, any, any of these uh, teams, and I, I don't have, uh, if the Bears, um, I'm sure the Bears probably still have something to play for. So I'll have to look up uh, everybody's playoff scenarios and whatnot. But can you guys hear me? Yep. I, I, I okay. Hear. I just had uh, internet connection is unstable. But yeah, Tambo, what, uh, what are you looking at for this week? I don't know. It feels like everybody that I like is chalk all of a sudden. Like it just always seems to go this way. So we'll be, you know, getting your guys' thoughts throughout as we go, you know, try and pinpoint a few of these spots down. But I like, you know, the Kansas City spot just looks elite because we just see what teams do to Atlanta. But, it, you know, people are going there. Different, at least they're always expensive to get these Chiefs. So I get that. It looks like Mahomes is going to be the most popular quarterback. But then so many ways you can stack them up and still get unique. So I'm not going to shy away from it just because he's the highest owned quarterback. Uh, you know, then the other guy, you know, I know Kirk would just joke, but it's been like, what, four or five weeks in a row now for Montgomery. That's just ridiculous. And Jacksonville can still get ran all over. Obviously, last week we weren't as sure against Minnesota, but, you know, Kirkwood was loving it. Oh, that, 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 was, that was no joke, by the way. Montgomery, Montgomery is, is electric. 
Oh, you've been saying it. I know that. I, like last week was the one I wanted to jump off of. But if I hadn't known that this, the, the future, you know, Minnesota just got smashed for six touchdowns last night by Camara. This was Montgomery played them last week and did damage as well. So just clearly they have nothing. To, they cannot stop the run. So it just makes sense of, you know, four weeks in a row. I just looked it up here now for Montgomery. And now he gets the Jags who the Ravens just did their thing with. So I, I think that that's still, you know, an interesting spot because he is so heavily owned. And then you've got some other guys in play here, but you know, that one stands out. And then I, you know, I kind of like the Lev Bell angle of that spot as well. So, you know, in the running back position and now obviously with CEH from the injury last week, that's going to be popular. I just didn't think as many people would like Lev Bell. Just the spot is so good. I get that. So there's a few things to look at here. And then you know some other games. I, I do like the Chicago game. That's why I brought it up. I like Trubisky's won how many million makers out there. You know, that's something that stands out to me. He's, you know, there's a lot of ways you can go with it. And if, Robinson's in maybe less people are on him if he's out there's more angles to take because you can go back to a guy like Komet you can go back to you know Anthony Miller who people might not be on as much and different things like this there's other other ways to go within that game and then yeah I wish I did a better job last week we were talking you guys were talking some 2v2s earlier you know basically my main or quote-unquote cash lineup had hurts you know I was joking all week Jalen helps not hurts and he definitely helped he played some great football and you know if I had to just correlated it with you know this is a little bit off the board but that's the point of gpps if i had to went you know instead of the safety plays at wide receiver went with like hopkins and greg ward that was like a, a massive difference of like 40 points that would have really put me in play in a lot of the higher dollar smaller field tournaments so looking to do that this week looking to get after it a little bit man but the slate looks good overall there's definitely angles we can take there's still some decent totals that are spread out so interested to get your boys thoughts as we go through some of it yeah, shout out to my boy Head Chopper for winning the million dollars. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, does a video and he talks about David Montgomery in the lineup and how he's electric. He literally stole that from me. I just want to say that we talk about it in the chat all the time. I guess he gave me an apology. He gave an apology uh, on the uh, OG pod. But uh, shout out to him, man. What? How awesome would that be to win a million twice? Win a million once, I would, I would do. I was just going to say, I'll, I'll take it once. I did a show with him today. Congratulations. I told him. How much I just love his stuff. Man, I've been a Chopper fan for so long. So happy for the guy. Like you said, win it once. Awesome. Win it twice. Just incredible. Also, for the, uh, the OGs and you guys as well, to see, if you remember, Chambers Bay, he doesn't want to remember this, but Dustin Johnson just absolutely screwed him with a three-putt at the end where he should have had his first Millie Maker win. And to then bounce back from that and win two more in the last couple of years is just incredible. Still doing his thing. Love to see it. You got any uh, 2015, uh, that, that definitely happened. You got any uh, Jalen Hurts autos? Uh Prism autos. I don't have any autos right now. I will see crush, I have a lot of prism diamond. stuff on the way. I got some nice, some nice prisms. I got some good uh, silvers and stuff. A few in there that are nice. Yeah, now I'm, in I'm, I'm into the box breaks now. I'm into the box breaks. All right. That well, a boy. Good. We get we yes. We gotta do a we gotta do a three man box break. Oh yeah, I'm in. All three of us. Nah, I, I, I ride solo, my man. No. <laughs> of course he does. He goes. <laughs> yeah, he ghosts us all the time. Ghosts us. Doesn't even know that we're here. That's because I had the worst weekend of like my DFS career. Lost, I lost so much money in a 24-hour period that it was disgusting, and there was never anything. Like I just hide. I just I didn't think a lot you. of lot of bad explain, thoughts. Kirkwood. We forgive so you. So this week's Christmas gonna be. Spirit. It's already been been rebounding. It's been good. You know, NBA thankfully uh, has been back. But uh, anyways, so let's start it off at the running back position as we always do. Let's talk about some plays. So it looks like Austin Eckler is going to be extremely chalky um, at, at 7,600. Um, it'd be interesting to hear your guys' take because, you know, he still does have uh, 
um, Balazs to worry about vulturing him from. But, you know, he just gets such a nice floor with that passive game work. Um, plus Denver's defense is kind of decimated at the moment. Um, David Montgomery, Mr. Electric in the matchup, just unbelievable matchup against uh, Jacksonville, especially with a banged up, potentially banged up. Is he banged up? What is his actual, his deal? Um, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, but um, hamstring. That's, see, that's something I never want to see is hamstring. I have always preached that. Like, that's something I stay away from. Like I'll, I'll pretty much ignore injury news. It's like someone's on track to play, but whenever I see hamstring, that's the one. Um, just, just in my experience, but, um, so those are, those guys are going to be uh cash game building blocks, but, uh, also going to pick up a lot of ownership in tournaments. Then we've got Le'Veon Bell with, uh, Clyde the Glide no longer, uh, healthy and playing. So it'll, um, he's 5,800. Um, James Robinson's been dinged up all week. Um, did not practice on Friday. Uh, still questionable. Um, he said he feels healthy and plans to play. Um, that'll be interesting. And there's guys like, oh, the Melvin Gordon, certainly that news with Lindsay. Um, I played Gordon the other on, on a slate recently. And I think it was like a Saturday slate. Does that make sense? Um, uh, against Buffalo, uh, he came through. I have no problem plugging him in again in this spot. Yep. Uh, I mean, you can't, you can't, can you ignore that? Philip it's just all, all the stars aligning for Melvin Gordon. Um, the interesting takes, which I want to hear is that, you know, Cam Akers out now it's Daniel, Darrell Henderson and uh, Malcolm Brown. What do we do there? Um, who's going to get the workload there against Seattle? And it's not the best matchup for the run game, but um, certainly you hope that the uh, Rams are going to put on a good showing after a complete embarrassing loss to the Jets last week. Um, and uh, then a bunch of other dudes, some other plays that we'll get into. But that's kind of the chalk at the moment. Um, what do you What do you guys see? Yeah, um, I think I think you're right. I mean, obviously, um, it's, it's people who have faded David Montgomery this this far along have definitely lost money. Um, he's been putting up some monsters, and then just his his usage in this offense in general, right? No, no, a Rob should. Should only help him out. Um, I just pulled up uh, playoff scenarios just um, just to see kind of like what's going on here. And the Bears are seven and seven. Uh, Arizona's got, got the last spot at eight and six. So you know, they have everything to play for. Um, do is give the ball to David Montgomery. So yes, he deserves to be chalk. Uh, Eckler, I actually like a little bit more um, than David Montgomery, but definitely like uh both of them uh in this so um and you know Eckler you're getting for 7k on RG for whatever reason they have him at 7.7k that's kind of weird um do you guys know is is Eckler 7k or 7.7 Eckler. (laughs) what now we have three different pricing oh I'm on FanDuel sorry ah that's yes okay yep uh, that's, that's the issue. Uh, but yeah, no, I still like, uh, Eckler a little bit more at, uh, seven, six there. So, but, and then Kamara, Aaron Jones, uh, or Kamara, uh, Kamara already played. So Aaron if Jones. If I can play Kamara, let me play him. <laughs> can, we, can we press rewind? Dude, I made uh, the nuts. I made the nut lineup yesterday, but I didn't enter it. Cause I was like, ah, I'm not going to enter. 
Like, as I looked, I, I put a placeholder in and I was so mad that I didn't enter it. Uh, I can't do that because then that exact scenario happens. So I just play a different, I play multiples. So I don't lose out on that. Yeah, I just I didn't. Think, I didn't play the slate, is what I'm saying. Like I put a, I oh, put the, gotcha. I oh. created the lineup and then never even entered it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably on. Like when we're talking about backups getting featured, um, I'm probably a little bit more on the Darrell Henderson over Gio Bernard uh, side of things. Uh, but yeah, Melvin Gordon uh, should be in a really good spot here to take over um, a, a huge, huge role. So I like that too. Uh, Tambo, what are you what are you seeing at the running back spot? At that bottom piece, I do like Bernard. I talked a little bit about this this week, and I, I think the, the thing is like his ownership's actually less than Henderson's because people are just naturally going to go there because that don't really love the matchup, don't really like anything McVay does, don't really you know the Rams is to me it's always a passing game oh my back God. and forth. Bernard is a smash. Yeah, I really like Bernard. Four point eight K against Houston. We've been targeting this spot quite a bit. People even last week they didn't play him with you know Mixon's been yeah, because of the now. fumble. They they didn't play him because of the fumble, but like yeah. he went right back into the lead role. I really like that spot. Just moving up the board, give you a few more of mine. You know, I mentioned the revenge portion of the Melvin Gordon. That's the other side too with Eckler getting all the ownership. Obviously, they both the thing about those two is they both can be in play. The the price separation, the fact that Eckler does it through the air and with passes and checkdowns and things like that. But I just I do like what you said, Kirk, with the stars aligning and get after a guy like Gordon to be able to have his spot at least a touchdown or something. You know, you see it's gonna happen, something like that. I'm I'm in on Bell. I know he's chalk, but I just think this is again another spot where they can just utilize him. I'm not gonna be too heavy on him as the week's gone on. I, I really liked him a lot more if he was going to stay around that 10% range and now he's up to 20. There's just so many weapons there that they can use. It's not like CEH was doing much. So for them to go to him as the ultimate game plan, I don't really see it as much again earlier in the week versus now I thought people would be out. People are pretty much all in by the looks of things. So I'm not really as high on that as I was to start the week. I'll edit any content that I've got here at RG to fix such because you know I'm not believing in that as much. Uh, and then Montgomery, man, people say you can still buy Bitcoin at 25,000 or whatever it's at. So I don't know if there is, you know, a spot that's better, like you said, for a guy that's just been playing electric, if you will, there as it you is. put it. So, you know, gotta, gotta like some of that. And I guess the only other guy that kind of stands out a little bit there is Miles Sanders in the middle. Just, you know, wasn't the greatest, but last week's attempts, still 17 rush attempts hurts being in there. Sort of, you know, we talked about this last week, helps out these guys in these spots, didn't help him as much but i think it can if you look at the last couple of weeks sanders has had you know four and four for red zone opportunities that's eight and only one touchdown out of it i, I think there could be some positive regression if you will for that as well so uh, i like him sort of being mixed into the middle there between all these guys at the top and the bottom any love though for chubb he's at the very top not really getting any steam for ownership but i've heard a few different places mention him as sort of the ultimate gpp pivot and, and again we've been targeting this jets pass game but it didn't work out too well last week. So what, what's your thoughts on Chubb, Kirkwood? Um, I see, I never, everyone wants to play the running back against the Jets. And I got sucked into it last week and I stupidly played Cam Akers over Derrick Henry and paid up uh, something and just, just stupidity. And I, that was the first time I've done this. I've been like preaching, like you just play the passing attack against the Jets. That's what you do. Everyone wants to play because they just envision a blowout, but it's like it just never works out. They're just they're also better at stopping the run. They're just it's and they're just Swiss cheese in, in the secondary. Um, 
So we didn't expect the Jets to win either. I mean, that was just correct. Ridiculous. No, like so, game script <laughs> certainly was different path, but like, and, and Goff yeah. is, uh, man, I mean, I didn't expect Goff to struggle as poorly as he did, but, um, I think Chubb is fine. Um, I, you know what, when I was looking at this, so my thoughts on what you were saying, you were saying, talk, we were talking Le'Veon, I think Le'Veon Bell is like a full fade. As, it's got as the, more and, disgusting and as the week went on. I like would I said, much, I'm really I not would, feeling it anymore. I would play like 100% Melvin Gordon versus, or whatever of my Melvin Gordon ad, whatever your Le'Veon Bell is, and just fade him. It would be what I would do. Um, and I also think that, and I want to hear Brett elaborate on this because he didn't like Geo, but I think Geo is like, incredible play at 4,800 because it's like he's all right. So I guess you could say like building for the future and all that stuff, but like they, they, the writing was on the wall last week. They slotted him right back into the lead back. And so maybe if he fumbles in a stupid and does a stupid fumble on a first touch again, then he gets benched. But, uh, but I, I just don't see it. And this is Houston. This D is atrocious. And then also he's like kind of game script proof because he's the passing down back. You know, he gets the, the passing work. So it's like 4,800 against a team that just can't tackle um, stands out to me. Like, so like that, I was just looking at that, like fresh in my head and like those, so like, those are like the two I love. So give me some fire on why, what, what, what your reason was Brett on fading him or not liking him as much in comparison to some of the other. So no, it was it was mainly uh, comparing Darrell Henderson and Gio. Yeah. Now I agree, I agree. Both are actually good plays. Um, I'd rather play a guy based upon how I feel about him as a player. But you're right. I mean, this Houston defense is ridiculously bad. Um, we've played we played guys like James Robinson all year who have been on losing teams. Exactly what Cincinnati is. Um, and I think Geo is kind of going to be in this uh, James Robinson role for Cincinnati. So, um, yeah, 100% in play. Play them both, you know. But I was just comparing Darrell uh, versus Geo. Probably at this point, I side with Darrell a little bit more than Geo. But I uh, can't blame you for wanting to play both. There's a lot of good running back plays this week. I was going to ask, what about – I mentioned him earlier, just, you know, just jokingly, but he kind of does pop up for this, like the other side of that – game with uh, Houston there what about David Johnson and his spot for just 6100 yeah ridiculous amount of uh, targets last week but no I'm not in on that um, at all um, what did he have he, he had 10 I kind of would be I kind of want to be in 11 um, I've targets been, I've been I've been away from him forever but like now it's like their offense just has nothing and they're finally showing that ability to like utilize him in the past past game there's no Duke Johnson yeah. and it's like well the, this could hurt him too, but he did get five red zone chances last week. He converted on zero, mind you, but still. Yeah, he sucks. Again, He's dust. But like, but like, yeah. if you're gonna like it, it's not like the Bengals are are very. Wait, five of his eight attempts last week were red zone. Yeah, Is that four, what we're four through the air and one rush. Yeah, like oh, those okay. targets were something serious last week. Eleven of them. So I mean, they gave him all the opportunity in the world. It was just what was he gonna do with them? And that's why I said it could come back to hurt him because of that, but. Um, yeah, that, normally I don't play guys that look dusty at the end of the year or have age issues at the end of the year. I'll play younger guys, so I'm off on David Johnson. Um, uh, I'll go back to your Chubb. Um, I can get on board with Chubb. I think Chubb is better than a lot of these other spots, like these Miles Gaskin, like these other guys. Like, 
I think just because the Browns are typically a run first team when they're clicking and they have such a good offensive line to run behind that that creates enough of an advantage where like, and then you picture the game script and all that, that I think that, you know, you may be onto something with Nick Chubb this week, uh, Tambo. Um, my first instinct you- was not to like it, but now I, I think maybe I, I'm going to write him down and uh, give him some more consideration. Just, you know, don't get too – I mean, this is Saturday at 2.08 Central, um, and they haven't made the flight yet. So there's a good shot. Yeah, that's that, that tracing. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. That, I mean, it will, that, could, that could affect it in a lot of different ways too. Um, talk about Washington, um, the McKissick. Um, I mean, Antonio Gibson comes back. To, like, I was so mad when he went down with that turf toe um, in that game because I – I, I remember specifically because everyone was playing. Benny Snell was chalk, and I thought that was the easiest date ever. No one was going to play Gibson. Busts like a 13-yard run and goes down. And uh, from stubbing your toe, which always amazes me. But um, anyways, I, do you think they – like if he comes back, do you think he's like all systems go? He's ready? Like do you think uh, it's just going to be like limited work for him? What, what do you guys project? Yeah, I think I think he comes back uh, uh, into his same role, and then JD goes back to yeah. the third down uh, role. So yeah, I, I mean, would, I, I could him. see them. I could see them putting both on the field. Uh, I mean, Jeez. man, I want to play Evans, McKissick. Mike Evans another touchdown. No one's going to want to play McKissick at sixty four hundred, but like with McLaurin out of the offense, like that's a lot of target potential opportunity. Yeah, and you want the first down, second down uh, back versus Carolina. You know, the pass catching role, obviously, you know, Gibson still was there. Um, The last few few games that he played, yeah, seven targets. So it was kind of a weird year for Gibson in general, like how he was utilized. But, yeah, the last game that we saw him, he had seven targets and five catches. So, and they, they they faded Barber out, which which doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I think Gibson slots right back into his role. McKissick probably slots back into his role. Um, the big thing here is who is ready to go. Gibson's still questionable. Um, McLaurin looks like he's for sure out. We still don't know which quarterback uh, is playing. Uh, if Alex Smith goes, I do like dump offs a lot more, obviously. And, I was just going to say you know, that for me, it's all hinges on Alex Smith. I, th- I think we already established this a couple shows ago or maybe three or four now, but it was like all to all the McKissick stuff was to do with Alex Smith. He's the key piece there that makes this thing move. If he's in, I love the call you guys are talking about here with McKissick because it is just going to be check down city might get himself 11 targets. No one's going to play him perfect large field play. And whether Gibson's back or not, I, I think he's fine. He's in play. If Alex Smith is there for me. Yep. Um, okay. Um, any other, any other guys, uh, JK Dobbins, perhaps, um, uh, Miles Sanders at seven K. I, I think you touched on him a little bit, Kirkwood, but, uh, uh, it's uh Campbell did. Yep. I, I okay. mentioned him. Yeah. I like, I like him, Brett, go ahead. Yep. Uh, so that would be like, I know you mentioned Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders. I'd be more in on a very low owned guy. Uh, let's see. Currently we have Sanders at, 9.9%, Chubb at 11.8. So um, 
I think I think there's a good shot Sanders outdoes uh, Chubb here, and uh, I would I would uh, take that uh, percentage ownership savings and price savings there. So um, yeah, give me Sanders for under ten percent. What about uh, any Edo Smith potential? Yeah, I mean coming off a word that uh, he now basically is the starter, right? Um, do you guys have the quote by chance? Um, it came right from the coach. Yeah. So, um, one second. Just basically saying that, hey, Ito's their guy now, um, and you're getting him for dirt cheap at 4K. We know KC has kind of looked to stop the pass, and uh, their rush game defense has kind of been very average to bad, uh, and which is which is exactly what you want your defense to do. You want them to – uh, just focus on stopping the pass and, hey, if we give up, you know, three to five yards a crack, go for it. But, um, yeah, Ito's stepping into a great role, and I think 100% he, he should be in your player pool, especially at 4K. Yeah, he's dead minimum, and uh, they called him the lead runner right now. They said uh, Gurley's role has changed. Um, and they're, they're a team that has nothing to play for. So why not uh, try out some of this, uh, these guys that, you know, are somewhat fringe guys that we don't know what they're going to be for our future. Uh, Atlanta, that's the perfect time to utilize the Edo Smith 100%. Um, all right. Yeah, I got, I got no one else left. No. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, though, that I'm uh, fading Le'Veon Bell. Don't know what you guys decided on David Johnson, but I'm fading him. Uh, Chris Carson would be another. I would want a little bit of a sprinkle with Chris Carson. Don't know if uh, the Rams just didn't show up last, why they didn't show up last week. But my God, the Jets looked amazing versus the Rams. So uh, they have to go to Seattle. And now, I mean, this is a really big game, uh, hosting the Rams uh, for Seattle. I, I, give, me, give me Chris Carson in, uh, in this spot uh, because the Rams – are going to be able to definitely pass rush this offensive line hardcore. How do you defend against that? You stuff the ball to crew. Um, you know, again, I know, Tambo, you don't like talking about cornerback wide receiver matchups, but knowing that this Rams defensive line is going to be able to get through to Russ real quick, they're going to have to do quick passes. And Ramsey, uh, you know, should be lining up way more on the outside versus Metcalf. That makes me think a lot of like more dump offs to Carson and Lockett. Uh, so yeah, uh, I really like Chris Carson here at 6,400. Yeah, I, I could get behind it. I, I think the other side, like you said, I kind of would prefer that Rams defense with Henderson that we just talked about earlier, just a little bit of a secondary correlation that you could have in there. And you, Russell Wilson still throws picks and gets sacked. I get it. They're a great team, MVP candidate, everything that goes on there. But just again, looking for a way if, if Henderson's picking up all that ownership, but almost 20% he's showing now a, a way just to level it up one more way would be to put it with the, the Rams D because I don't think many people want to take them against Russ. Um, all right. Uh, we good for QB. Yeah, let's yeah. move to quarterback and tie it in with some stacks and whatnot. Quarterback coming in at the top because of a monster, probably implied team total. Uh, 32.25 team total for the Chiefs is uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense um, against uh, Atlanta, who is just extremely vulnerable in the, in the secondary. So, um, you know, he's expensive at 8,500, but like pretty much everybody's expensive. That's like good, right? So like right below him, then uh, the guys that would be 
interested in would be Jalen Hurts, who's just, man, he's just too good, I guess. Just looked amazing again against Arizona. Um, you know, he's just, he's, he, he's running the ball. 18 attempts in the first game, 11 attempts last week on, on the ground, rushed in for a touchdown, threw for 300, over 300 yards last game, three TDs. Um, so uh, against Dallas's defense, which is playing better um, recently, which people, I'm not sure that people have come around to enough uh, on their defense at this moment, but still a, a good spot. Deshaun Watson, 7,600, a little bit uh, higher price because of that matchup with Cincy. And that game, you know, has like the potential to just be, you know, to score a lot of points in, you know, with just two, two poor defenses. Um, if you want to play Matt Ryan, uh, you can for the cheaper end, 5,800. Um, you know, certainly it worked out last week um, with, uh, with no Julio again uh against the chiefs i mean they're gonna have to pass justin herbert is there in play who you know after a, a media a horrible performance against new england then had a kind of mediocre performance against atlanta but uh showed, had a strong showing um against the, the raiders uh for 31 fantasy points um so he's back uh and i know uh tambo's opening up box breaks looking for those herbert autographs um Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, uh, Baltimore, New, uh, against the, against the giants, eight K. I don't know. Um, but like, and then there's Trubisky 5,700, which makes sense. And if, if Robinson is out, then man, you've got some, if they do pass, which I know it's, it's a way to get off of that Montgomery chalk. And if they do pass, that's going to be some affordable pass catching options if for some reason Robinson is unable to go with the hamstring or that it's more of a decoy out there. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, that's, I'm not really interested in anyone else. I don't think unless I'm missing someone. What do you guys got? Yeah, my, uh, my quarterback pool is uh, pretty tight this week. So I have seven guys queued up, but could easily just go down to five. Um, so you hit Mahomes. Um, then Jalen Hurts. Um, don't really need to say too much. I think that uh, performance by Hurts might have been the most impressive quarterback uh, day fantasy-wise that I've seen all year. Um, against Arizona, I mean, we, we already saw him checkmark against the Saints, and that Saints defense is, uh, I don't know if you guys want to consider the uh, Saints defense top five, but if they're not top five, they're just on the outside of top five. And uh, he definitely did well there. And then the Cardinals, my gosh, I don't know how many drops Goddard had in that game, but it was ridiculous. I mean, the kid was putting the ball exactly where it needed to be uh, at the second to last drive. Goddard definitely dropped one, possibly two. Don't know. I mean, I'm sure Goddard will tell you that he needs to catch both of those balls, but uh, yeah, I mean, Philly should have won that game. So and at 7K, we know how high his floor is running the ball. At 7K, I mean, I know you want to say Dallas's defense has been better than what they've shown um, the whole season. But, I mean, Hurts, Hurts uh, crushed against the Saints. He's going to crush against Dallas. Um, don't have to worry about weather in, in the Dome in Dallas. So, I like that spot. Um Deshaun Watson at 7,600 makes sense. Uh, Kirkwood, I would like to hear a little bit more about Justin Herbert when we come back to you. 
Uh, Trubisky, yes, everything's looking good for Trubisky. The only issue here is questionable A-Rob, so probably don't love him as much, obviously, with no healthy A-Rob. Baker Mayfield, we just talked about how we want to isolate the passing offense versus the Jets. Um, Baker had three terrible weather games in a row. Outside of the weather, he's looked amazing. Um, And I I love the way Cleveland's been clicking offensively, uh, throwing the balls. So, yeah, Baker at 6,100, yes. Um, And then Matt Ryan at 5,800. Again, no Julio. Um, We we know Kansas City. uh, We like to run the ball versus KC. I'm still okay uh, taking some shots here with Matt Ryan, and those are my seven guys. Uh, Tambo, what do you like? I like that last one, the Matt Ryan one, just the opposite side, right? I love this all the time. Everyone's on Mahomes. I get it. We always talk about this. The other side of it is Ryan. So I can go that way. We know a couple things, you know, Ridley with Julio always has been a thing. Other guys you can stack up with it. You know, Kansas city on the other side has lots of guys to bring it back with. So there's so many ways you can go in that game. It's right there. I'm still going to stick with Trubisky. I know that the Robinson thing affects it, but I'm with Kirkwood on the hamstring thing. If he goes and the hamstring's an issue, then hopefully people still stick with him, and that would be something I'll talk about on my Sunday show before lock. We'll see what the news is, but I'll probably move off. I, I, I don't mind the guys behind him. I don't mind going back to the well with Cole Komet. I don't mind Anthony Miller, guys like that. So, you know, I'm still in there, and I like that Ryan is right there with them. I'll save the other two down below. I'm back on Hertz. Talked about this already, but – too much. Uh, the price didn't go up enough, right? They had it way wrong last week, which we knew, and I think everybody did. But this week at seven thousand, maybe that deters people. If it had been sixty nine hundred, maybe more go that way. But he'll have ownership. I just don't know, like if it's enough, right? That's the thing. So I'll still take my shots there with him. Mahomes at the top, if I'm paying up, I think is the spot. Regardless of everything else, it's just still the better play. The guy that can get there in two quarters. Uh, you know, first half, he can be there as far as scoring goes, almost like how Brady did it today. So 30-something points for him there would be plenty. And then you work it out from there. There's lots of different punt plays. You can use them guys like Nicole Hardman, uh, you know, different guys that, uh, you know, you got Kelsey, you got Hill, you got all the normal guys. And then you've got punts like like Hardman, who I just mentioned that you can put with him. So I like that. And the two cheaper guys I was just going to throw out there was Andy Dalton. So I talked about liking Sanders in that game. Get Sanders, get the ball out there, get rolling with it. And then Andy Dalton's going to come back with his targets. He's 5,500. He's pretty cheap. I think we could see some action there. And then oh, that, guys, that second secondary is Swiss cheese. It's complete. It's just decimated. So yeah, 5,500. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I like, I mean, you can play any of those. You can play uh, Amari, obviously, uh, CD. Or CD Lamb, I like quite a bit. Yeah. He's been doing Oh, and you get, you get that extra yeah. equity with CD Lamb uh, returning uh, onside kicks, too everything yeah i think he's got the upside there anyway and i think that's the thing right and if you look at dalton and you know how he's been utilizing guys i think there's a lot of opportunity going that way and then i even would go down this is the you know the other side of that herbert situation which i'll let you go on in a second there you mentioned the box break certainly looking for him the values are just stupid on that he's likely rookie of the year but drew Locke, the other side of that game this game has a huge total and we saw it a couple weeks ago where Locke was just slicing and dicing what was that game where it was like Hamler and Tim Patrick got there. I think, yeah, Carolina Panthers threw for 280 yards, 21 out of 27, you know, four touchdowns. That's huge at 5,000. I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but I do like them at 5,000 even down there. I think some people will go to Glennon at 4,800. I, I prefer going to Drew Locke, and, like, I still think Hamler and those guys are good plays. So I, I could definitely see myself going down there. That sort of rounds up the guys that I'm on heavy. 
Yeah, Bosa being out is big for Locke, too. Um, you know, potentially for their offense as a whole. Um, yep. Uh, the reason I like Herbert is, uh, well, I mean, so there's a lot of players that are out. So first of all, you're going to get some extremely cheap, uh, some offensive weapons. Because I mean, Hunter Henry's out. So what is it? Is it Parham? Um, yeah, Donald Parham Jr., XFL yeah. superstar. Yeah. Uh, in play, um, we'll see Keenan Allen is questionable. Um, we'll see how that how that shakes out, but you just get some, some cheap weapons with him. Plus, you know, he does bring some rushing to the table. Um, I just think that game could pop off in general. So that's all. Um, but yeah, those are the guys. That's, that's the pool. Um, did anyone say Baker? Uh, yeah, Brett did. Brett always loves, he's a Baker truther. I, I can't stand mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield personally, but I think he's a good play in fantasy and that's all I really care about. So you could use him for sure. And it's that matchup we talked about earlier. It's just whether or not he shows up and does it here. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's uh, wide receivers. Let's bring it on over there. Um, Tyreek is going to be extremely popular with the pairing from Holmes. Plus there's a lot of value that's popped up everywhere that, you know, you can, can make lineups. He's certainly not cheap. He's nine K, but you can make it happen pretty easily. So, um, you know, and he had a pretty much a floor game of 17 fantasy points against uh, the Saints, the last one. Um, so he, he does, you know, bring a ton of uh, touchdown equity to the table too. Um, Calvin Ridley, um, monster week last week against Tampa Bay, back-to-back monster weeks. Um, and, you know, Julio's out again uh, in a game where they're going to have to be passing from behind. Just makes a lot of sense. Um, if uh, Allen Robinson were healthy, I'd be certainly interested in him. Um, as a way to, to play off of Montgomery. Um, but uh, as soon as I saw that hamstring, yeah, that's uh, I would probably be looking for uh, some of the other guys. Um, yeah, Mooney, big play ability, certainly. Um, I want to target anybody and everybody against Houston. So T. Higgins stands out at 4,700. Um, you know, doesn't have the best quarterback. But certainly a Never play that, I, yeah, certainly a play that I can uh, get behind. Though, um, let's see who else. I mean, Brandon Cooks, Kirkwood. I didn't hear you talk too much about Herbert. Are you in on Keenan Allen, Herbert, and then bringing it back with like Melvin Gordon this week? Um, I just yes. I mean, but I don't know if Keenan's going to play. I'm in with either any of their cheaper pass catching options. Um, and yeah. depending, uh, make up my mind. I mean, I would love to play Keenan, but uh, I'm not sure yeah. he's questionable. We'll have to see. You're the Herbert truther, so I'm going to you on that one. Um, but like I and uh, yeah, the I mean, I, Melvin Gordon's going to run all over them, so they're going to have to be chucking. Um, all right. Um, I don't know. Like, man, this isn't. There's no like great standout. I guess Amari Cooper is actually like. Completely a standout play for me this week. Um, 5,700. We saw what uh, Hopkins just did. This secondary just has nobody anymore. Is Slay going to be back? Does, does uh, it matter? I it doesn't really. Know. It doesn't really matter, uh, especially if he's banned up. But, like, it would make me feel much better even if he's not. I mean, if he's not there. Oh, for sure, yeah. If he's not, it's even better. Exactly. Gary Slay concussion is practicing in full for week 16 against the Cowboys. Okay, then uh, I, I still obviously favor Amari Cooper, but maybe that makes uh, 
Gallup a little bit more interesting and CD Ram a little bit more interesting. But uh, anyways, I like that. I, I mean, the prices are just so good on, on those guys. So um, I have to be interested there. I don't know. Um, Jarvis Landry uh, or Higgins. I'll let uh, Brett decide between which one's better of the play there. Come because- on. Everybody's been making mistakes on this one all year too, or since the weather's been good. But uh, yeah, the Yahoo, time that we dogged him though is when Kirkwood went off with he would have won everything for Kirkwood. You're saying Land, you we've been on Higgins for a while. You and I both like Higgins, and then yeah, said, Land, Yahoo don't play Landry. Yahoo Landry was a dollar more, and he was the chalk, and Higgins was a dollar cheaper, and he was he was not the chalk, and I thought it was an easy Higgins play. But um, we know that Higgins is getting the uh, air yards uh, target share has been basically similar. I mean, it's easily Higgins all day. Man, I also getting the high opportunities. Um, the thing is, yeah, I mean, Landry can still go off in this spot, but if, you, if you're going to have to pay ownership and a, a premium on it, I mean, yeah, give me Higgins. Hmm. That means Landry, because I was going to say the same thing. So just plug in Landry and make your money, Kirkwood. I like Landry. He's got, he's got the 24% target share. What do we get? You're paying higher ownership, way of a higher price tag. But they just don't pass him up. So it's like it's like I'll, I just think he's the better. He's the better. Again, the better don't chance. look. Don't look at. Um, you can't include those weather games. Yeah, those weather games. Actually, you know what? Pass. You can play that. You can play them both against the Jets. There's been no. There's been no team that's ever dealt with the extreme weather like Cleveland has this year. So I mean, everything's going to look skewed because we already uh, deal with sm- small sample sizes. Uh, this this Baker Mayfield uh, Cleveland stack is one of the easier stacks you'll have all year. I mean, you just you just look at targets. It's ninety five targets to fifty targets on the, on the forty nine targets. And there's plenty of good uh, Jets bringbacks too. I mean, this this game is sneaky shootout right here. And we talked about it a million times this season too. You don't need to use Jets in a bringback. Yeah, you don't. Maybe Mims, but. Yeah, we but that's is, like, we we keep putting. That's just what I. That's my default. That's what I say. That's my default saying. Maybe Mims. Yeah. Yeah. Mims yeah. Mims is the most talented. But what do we know about Sam Darnold? Is when he was at USC, he utilized Juju uh, Smith in the slot. Uh, the Jets have utilized the slot guy all year, whether that's uh, Crowder, whether that's Berrios. So uh, the Jets, as an organization, as an organization, they want to use the slot guy. I think we know that Mims is probably the most talented guy, um, but Perriman's also there. But yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. I think you can go very wrong <laughs> with any of them. I mean, you, you could go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be one of them, if not two of them. That's, that's what matters. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, like there's no, like there's no, like this, this slate is so wide open to me. Um, DK Metcalf isn't going to be very popular because of Jalen Ramsey, right? But right, I'll take that grown ass man over Jalen Ramsey in this spot. Like he's like the one guy I'll take in any 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 matchup. Um, I don't know what else. What do you guys like? Anything else? If Mike Williams, I mean Mike Williams at forty five hundred, if Keenan's out potentially yep. or hobbled, I mean that's. Looks pretty good. Or even if even if he's not, I think that one's fine. Yeah, I mean, I I'm right there with you on uh, the Cincinnati guys, T. Higgins uh, versus Houston. 
I think this is kind of a, a sneaky shootout game, uh, two really bad defenses. Um, but yeah, I mean, Houston can be had on the ground or through the air. Um, and Cincinnati, you can actually just normally you beat them on the ground. So it's kind of weird because I don't like David Johnson. So I'll have to think about that a little bit more. But yeah, T. Higgins, A.J. Green, I mean, they're everything's in play here. Um, like we have obviously an injury here, right? Which brings probably Alex Erickson into play. Um, yeah. That's a U- UW guy. That's why I'm bringing him up. Um, yeah, I mean, T. Higgins, 4,700. A.J., uh, easy play. Um, no no Boyd in the slot, so I'm guessing Erickson's going to be the guy. Uh, I know Erickson's their special teams guy too, so possibly a little double dip there. <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing that out. Yeah, I think it's going to be all Bernard. We'll see. All cheap, though. I mean, everything, 4,700 T. Higgins, uh, what do we got for – I mean, yeah, everything's just dirt cheap. So 4,800 Geo Bernard. Uh, plenty of ways to do a vomit stack there. I, I don't see – yeah, like that's one thing good that you pointed out. Just forget just the plays for a second, but just to back, to back it up a second, it feels like that's where all – the funny part is, like, there's no real expensive running backs this week over, what, 7,800? Chubb is the most, and the, the love is all going with $7,700 Montgomery, electric Montgomery. So you got that aspect of it the quarterbacks that are cheap besides Mahomes so I think Mahomes Kelsey just takes over right because same at tight end it's Mahomes at or sorry it's Kelsey at 8,500 then drops all the way down to Andrews at 5,700 and then at wide receiver we love that so it actually will be even easier to get these uh you know Mahomes Hill Kelsey stacks than ever before so I'll still look to get some of these other guys now like the Calvin Ridley's I wish Robinson would play but probably not you know we'll see uh, you know, there's a lot of guys in there that you can still use. The Lockets, the Metcalfs. No one's talking about Pittsburgh this week. I think that's the spot, right? You got oh, guys there. Roethlisberger, puke. Exactly, right? He's been bad. So uh, it's uh, it's just more about the overall construction and, and how you're going to build it up. I'm sticking with my quarterback, stacking it up, and then seeing what fits around it, trying to get something unique in there and get the upside that way. But I think some of the games that we hit on were the ones that you know have the opportunities. The quarterbacks basically lead us into those builds. Was there, was there any other guys Kirkwood that stuck out to you super cheap this week? I think, you know, Sims is getting talked about for Washington, right? With the uh, Terry McLaurin stuff. You got him. Michael Hardman's down there. KJ Hamler is Jets down Jets guys, there. Cincinnati guys. Hey, I'll take AJ Green, man. <laughs> yeah. Planting the flag on AJ Green. Woo, baby. Jeez. Just took the week 16 for that. I mean, I'll take anyone against. I I would take you, line you up, and uh, against Houston. And I would. Oh, I, I would got take, some speed, uh, man. I, I would got take some speed. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Uh, hey, yeah, okay. Then, we we have to plant our flag on one of the Jets wide receivers, Kirkwood. Who's your guy? I mean, I would probably. I mean, I would probably actually like. I hate to say it. I, I hate to agree with you. Um, I would like uh, I'd like Crowder if I had to. Yeah. All right, Crowder's my guy too. That, that's who I would take, but I would just not take one. Yeah. I think that's. But I could take Mims too, too. And, and Mims um, Mims ceiling is ridiculous, but Crowder can get there just through catches and targets alone. Yeah, that was. Perriman's Perriman ceiling's right there too. So he needs Joe Flacco. He's dead without Flacco. Okay. There's a little bit of correlation with uh, Flacco. You think? Yeah, the, the old school Ravens narrative, man. That's what worked. That's the only reason he became relevant again for five minutes. But 
It's fine. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's Crowder. I think that's the play. He's cheap. He's 45 for a guy that puts up 20 points often that you'd be surprised. Go look at, you know, it's box score watching, but go look at the game logs for Crowder when Darnold and when everything's set right, the, uh, the guy he uses is Crowder and his floor ends up being like 15 just on targets alone. And then he can get you to 25 if he gets in. So yeah. there actually is a lot more opportunity with him than you would think. And yeah, Mims is a nice rookie, a nice little upside guy, but like I said, the, the money's sitting there. It's, it's going to be Crowder on the line, so I like that. I know you're a hater on wide receiver cornerback matchup, but they have uh, Cleveland has Denzel Ward on the outside, right? So um, he's an elite cornerback, uh, so he'll be seeing some time with Brashad and Denzel Mims. Uh, they have nothing inside. So Crowder's going to – That's gonna, what I mean, and Crowder just eats that up, exactly. So yeah. I, I don't hate that. I think that's – you know, I know where your build's going now. I see where it makes sense. You know, you just talked about it with Baker. You get some of those – Oh, guys. my God. Got it. No. Got it. So I was going to give, the, give the people just a quick little um, oh, quick, quick little rundown. Like, we get to look say, behind the uh, curtains? No, no. I was going to say the best, the best matchup for PFF uh, Pro Football Focus. What do you um, got back there? Um, well, Tyreek is, is, is the number one that's left. Mm-hmm. Um, number, number three, uh, the number two that's left is A.J. Green, baby, uh, against right. Vernon Hargreaves. Oh, here we go. Um, here we go. I would, and I would take him against anyone, like I said. So, um, look to look to him. Um, Two two thousand fourteen DFS C- tips here. Use the PFF. CD Lamb is popping. Lamb matchup Lamb. is popping. Uh, there's there's another one for you. So those are those are some some plays. Um, I, all right. I like Lamb. I had Lamb for uh, Christmas. Um, for no, I had roast Lamb. Hey, here's. Here's some um, cornerbacks are, are, are terrible uh, no matter where. So, I mean, I, yeah, don't, I, know. I think they all – But Hargreaves uh, is the worst of them all. But then Bernard uh, is going to score three touchdowns on the ground against them, which we established yeah, all, all, all A.J. needs is one um, with yeah, uh, his yeah. price. Um, all right, uh, let's bring it over to tight end. Um, who's going to be popular here? Hold on, Kirkwood. Uh, with, with your love for Cincinnati wide receivers, is the quarterback in play? Or you? No, Finley. Nope. nope. I mean, yes, he is. Do we know? Do yeah, we know who's I, I, starting? I would take you at quarterback against. Do we know uh, who's starting between Finley and uh, Brandon Allen yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't really I care. got Finley. That's what I, I have too. But um, I haven't looked at anything. I'm not using them. I really only like it as a one-off. But but or in that get... stack, in that Houston Cincinnati stack, we're taking Deshaun Watson. So the, here's the thing: is you're gonna you're gonna make your you're gonna make your pool, and there's gonna be there's my pool is gonna have three Bengals. It's gonna have Geo, or it's gonna have a receiver option, which is gonna be Higgins or AJ Green. Maybe right. I would use put some sample. Put it out there. I would use some sample. No, I'm not putting. No, Erickson, Erickson, baby. Erickson's the guy if you're doing that. But I still Dude, like these guys he's opposite speedy, of. Man. But look, you got you mentioned it, Brett. You just had it. You had it right there. It's what Kirk would say mixed with what you're saying. It's Deshaun Watson for cheaper than what is he, a thousand nine hundred bucks cheaper than than the lineups. We know everyone can build no problem. We just talked about it. everyone can build Mahomes lineups. They can stack them any way they want with Hill, Kelsey, get all the top price guys at every position and feel great about it because of all these value plays. So you just step it down one tiny tier, get your guy in there with Deshaun Watson. And then put a Cincy guy across from him, and, and there you go. You're different, and you still got some upside. So sick of Travis Kelsey getting there every slate, but uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go over to tight end. Um, he is going to be eighty. He's eighty five hundred. Are you guys going to play Travis Kelsey? 
Um, I am probably out at that price. Um, and it's, it's almost just because of the price. Uh, I barely ever am out on a expensive tight end because it's tough to hit a, a, a 20 point day out of any of these 4k guys. Right. And you really just need, uh, at least a 20 point day. It feels like in every spot to take down a tournament, but tight end this year, it's been so hit or miss, but I think you can get there with, uh, some of these, uh, three, 4k guys, uh, this week. So I'll be, I'll definitely be under the field on Kelsey. I guess I don't know where the field is this week, but yes, I'll uh, be under the field. So, uh, Donald Parham uh, is going to be, uh, you know, XFL uh, guy that we we were playing in XFL, and uh, with uh, Hunter Henry going down twenty five hundred, he'll be popular. He'll get touted a bunch. Probably is being touted a bunch. I haven't heard, but I'm sure he is. Um, Dallas Goddard is going to be popular. Um, I have an interesting kind of take. You know, I'm kind of pro Goddard over Ertz, but this week I'm a little bit different because of potentially ownership. Also potentially, first of all, like the reports are that Ertz has been looking really good and healthy actually for once in practice. And uh, I have a friend who's a Philly fan and has been telling me all about it constantly. And then, um, you know, last week he, uh, he, his, his routes really ticked up. I noticed um, he had uh, over a hundred air yards had uh, which really just tells you that he's uh, not good at catching, but um, that's just, uh, that's a conversation for another day, but um, certainly performed, you know, the best that I wasn't really sure what to expect out of him, but, you know, had 69 yards, uh, seven targets. That's nice. Now only two receptions. Um, however, uh, this this matchup is pretty good with Dallas. Um, I don't know. It's like just a straight ownership play. Do you, are they both going to be popular? Or no? What you... I think just Goddard will be popular. Then, uh, man, I I wouldn't. I kind of feel like this is an Ertz week. Then. Um, anyways, uh, Evan Ingram potentially because he's cheap now against. Uh, against you know the, the giants are playing for 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 playoff football here um uh against uh Tambo's baltimore ravens 3900 uh dalton schultz um had a touchdown last week certainly someone that you can play for cheap uh holy geez and- donald donald parham is six eight two forty yeah what that's what he does man six eight I mean, is, is that the tallest NFL player of all time? Is there anybody taller than 6'8"? I don't know. It's crazy. It's a big boy. All right, so red zone targets. Donald Mark Parham Andrews. Mark Andrews. What? No, Noah Fant looked, uh, was certainly getting some action against Buffalo. 11 targets, 8 receptions, had a touchdown. Um, you know, the thing – it's like every time I play this guy, he ends up going down with an injury. But he Boys, made you know what the play is. You know what the play is. Who was chalk last week? Cole Komet. Cole Komet. Yeah, but he's going to be chalk again. No, he won't be chalk. Yeah, no he's not gonna be owned. No, 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 no. All my boys were like, this guy sucks. He's terrible. Uh, People were off him at, like, if, after the first if, quarter. If I need to hear uh, takes from donkeys or the populace, I just go to my boys. and they. Sure. He they, is going to be popular. I'm telling you. No. He is not. 
he's he's touted on ETR right now as the number under ten percent. He's the tight number three tight end play. We got yeah, him at five percent. And think about what's there though. You've got Kelsey Goddard, Tom Akins, Parham, Fant, all these guys people are talking about already. Goddard, Goddard. or Zach Ertz even, Mark Andrews. Like there's no Allen Robinson or or a hamstrung Allen Robinson. The play is definitely Cole Komet. He's he doesn't he doesn't leave the field. Uh, at three K, he's a smash. I do like him. Versus, versus Jacksonville, yeah. I mean, uh, if we want to do a little leverage, you uh, fade you fade Kirkwood's boy <laughs> uh, Montgomery, and then we give at least two touchdowns to Cole Komet. How are we doing? Let's do that. Yeah, it ain't happening. Yeah. That ain't happening. Um, as uh, Dallas Goddard or Ertz, one of those guys is the play. Komet has a good matchup. Uh, you're right. You know. Um, but I think he's going to be popular, but we'll see. Um, Mark Andrews is someone that kind of stands out to me as like, cause no, like he's just kind of falling out of favor. He's in like that weird price range, 5,700. I don't think he's going to be extremely high owned, um, against the giants. Certainly a matchup he can win. Uh, Tambo, tell me yes or no. Just looking at ownership right now, I don't hate it. It's like I said, it's pretty clear what's going to happen here is people are going to Kelsey because it's easily affordable. We already know they're on Mahomes. It all makes sense. Now this whole new thing the last three weeks have been, and I don't disagree with this. I'm just saying, but it just makes it more common is that tight end in the flex works with Kelsey because he's actually a wide receiver. He's beating wide receivers in yardage, all these factors. So again, I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I like it. I'm just saying that just makes it so he's that much more owned. And if not, then people are going down to Goddard, Ingram, Hurst, Akins, Komet, all the guys that we just talked about, Parham. So I like Andrews this week being right in the middle and hasn't been necessarily this way this year, but the Giants against tight end has been a thing in the past. But either way, the point is Ravens have to win out. Talk about motivation. The Ravens just have to do their job and keep winning games. So what normally works is Lamar to Andrews, what has been working, that. So I just think they stick with it, gets in the end zone once. I like, I like a Mark Andrews play this week for sure. Um, I'll, right. I'll throw out one more guy. Um, Jasicki went off versus Kansas City. Gronk. That game is today. Uh, I'm talking about a 10-game oh, Sunday. So no, he's given. The... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. no wait, you're talking about right. Gronk? Um, sorry. I'm... You were, wait, you were telling Gronk? You know, I'm just talking about. He's going to tout Gasecki, but it's this afternoon. No, I, like, I love Gronk this hold week. On, Gronk, yes, is, Gronk is a great play this week. I just okay. want to be on record hold to on, say yes. that. Okay, let's go back. You don't know what I'm saying, but Tambo must have misheard what I was trying to say. But anyways, uh, Jasicki had a big game. Hold on. Jasicki had it. Yes, there you go. Jasicki had a two-touchdown game. Um, Gronk had over a 100-yard game. Waller had a seven-catch, 88-touchdown uh, game, all versus Kansas City in the last. Uh, yeah, I think Hurst. And Hurst, we were kind of bitten by two weeks ago. And then um, he kind of popped off. He scored last year. Five targets, four catches. Um, You know, Matt Ryan does outside. There's just one utilized uh, guy in that offense right now. But I don't mind getting a little bit of Hayden Hurst uh, in there um, because I'm going to want to still stack this KC. Um, So he'll probably be one of my more popular Atlanta bringbacks. I got you now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. And I liked your Ryan play earlier, so it does fit with that. Plus, I love Ridley. So there's those three. That's We're going to do stacks here in a minute. Anyway, there's one of my stacks. Let's go with it. 
I like uh, Ryan Ridley. And then if you want to add in Brett's boy, I think that's a good call. And he, he's definitely bit some people in the past, so it shouldn't have much ownership at all, really. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's take it over to Stacks. I mean, we've, we've mentioned a bunch, but um, let's give the people a final one or what, what we like the best. I, yep. you got um, yours or should I go? Yeah, I'm just going to lead it off. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say, like, I, Jalen Hurts with either Zach Ertz or Goddard. Um, or, like, I don't even mind playing Hurts naked but um, and just running it back with CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. Um, but, uh, man, I think Hurts is going to go off. That will be my chalk one. My less chalky one, um, I don't know. So, sell me – I don't want to play Brandon Cooks with uh, – Then don't. Like, who do I – who can I pair with Watson that's – you know, it's not David Johnson. Do the good-looking kid, the the kid on the outside. The kid on the outside. Yeah, uh, Chad Hansen. Chad Hansen. Yeah, I mean, he actually seems like he's like the legit guy now. Hey, um, go look at his player page. He looks like a male model. That's why I said the good-looking kid. It excites you. <laughs> I mean, the dude's got like, the guy's got like ridiculous bone structure. He looks like he's on The Bachelorette. Depending on his age, we might have to get Scott Hansen in here on you, Brett, and get him. Yeah. What's going on here? But we let's have I don't to know. see. We Chad took, we show took a turn for the, for the <laughs> weird turn. Um, yeah. And so, okay. So, I mean, I just want that situation, but I want to bring it back with AJ Green. AJ Green is is coming through. That's that's my my uh, flag wow. plant. Um, but uh, and then the uh, the last one. I mean, you got it. You got to stack against against the Jets. So Baker to Jarvis Landry. Are you just gonna take every stack possible? Yeah, that's it. There's three. One, two, three. Go. Okay. You can bring um, it back with okay. Crowder, who I already said. <laughs> just stepping on my toes over here. You're you're allowed to. Oh, we'll do. Okay, the vomit stack is, you're right, Baker Mayfield, but you actually were wrong. You go Richard Higgins, and then you bring it back with Crowder. Um, I'm cool with bringing it back with two Jets, actually, because uh, Cleveland, uh, the way you, you beat Cleveland here is uh, through the air. So I'm good with bringing it back with both Crowder and Mims or Brashad Perriman, uh, but I side with uh, Mims there. Um, and then the best part about that is then you get to pay up. Pay up at uh, running backs. Uh, go ahead, grab Kelsey in your lineup. Uh, you're all good to go there. Um, if, if I'm just going to um, pay up for the nuts, it'll probably be in the Philly-Dallas game. Um, so get Hurts in your lineup, um, and then you pair him up. I don't know. This is the tough part. i probably pair him up with Dallas Goddard. I don't hate going double tight end. You want to get really ridiculous, you pair him up with both Goddard and Hurts. You just hope you get 150 yards and two touchdowns out of those two guys. Um, and then you bring it back with obviously a wide receiver from Dallas. Uh, I'm good with either of the three, but I probably lean either Gallup or Amari. Um, fade that CD Lamb uh, special teams touchdown. I don't know why he's at 5,300. He doesn't deserve that price. Uh, Cooper is obviously the guy in that offense. So you go with Cooper or Gallup or both. Um, and that, that would be my favorite, uh, two stacks. 
I like the, well, I'll just go with the cheap ones that I mentioned. I like the, um, who did I say earlier? Now I've lost my mind here. I got them organized the wrong way. Just one second. I like Andy Dalton, who you just mentioned. So I won't go on that one again. And I like Mitch Trubisky, regardless of the Robinson. I won't, I, I don't like Robinson with the hamstring and playing, like you said. So that one throws it off a little bit, but I am still in on Komet. I like Miller. I like, uh, I didn't mention it earlier, but LaVisca on the Jacksonville side. So I think there's a ways to go with the, that stack that can get you there and just leave you every dollar on the table to use it however you see fit. And then I like uh, at the top there, I mentioned Jalen Hurts, who you talked about a little bit, but I, I do, I, I'll switch it and say, go to this Watson stack because I do like the more and more we talked about the Cincy side. It's just, who do you use them with? And like you said, maybe we get uh, Chad Hansen, the good looking guy in there, as you said. So we'll, we'll go with that stack for the, the more expensive one to round it out. Great, great cheekbones. Good, uh, you know, great. Look him uh, up. Look him up. Look him up. You'll see him in GQ after this season. He's moving on. And, and don't forget about Darnell Mooney uh, this week. It, it's starting to exactly. shape up like a, a crushing uh, Darnell Mooney week. Yeah, All right. Those Trubisky stacks, perfect. We've rambled on too long. Let's go back to uh, our holiday celebrations, watching the football games and whatnot. Um, but uh, appreciate everybody listening. Um, Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is uh, that you celebrate. Um, Happy New Year, right? Um, so, man, and uh, we have a, hopefully we have a much better new next uh, coming year than we've had this year. But um, this is the uh, RGDFS Tournament Takes podcast, and we will catch you again next week. Thank you. Happy holidays, guys.